What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Zipporah. And today, let's talk about the things that weight loss surgery did not cure. Okay, so here's the big question. How are bariatric people who want to build consistency, who work out, and who live a healthier lifestyle, how do we build long-term success and not regain weight post-weight loss surgery? That is the question, and this podcast is dedicated to figuring out the answer. Hi, my name is Zipporah, and welcome to the Bariatric Confessions podcast. Okay, so I saw this video on TikTok, and um, I forget his name, but he said, um, tell me one thing that um, weight loss surgery did not cure for you. And immediately, I had nothing pop in my head. Like, I'm like, what is this man talking about? And I had to think about this question for a few days, honestly, because I couldn't think of what, you know, like, what was he talking about? So I'm like, I don't know, you know, and so I, I listened, I went back, listened to his video and, um, or watched his video. And, um, he said that weight loss surgery did not cure his nighttime binge eating. And I'm like, what? So that got me to thinking y'all that got me to thinking. And, um, I have a problem. I have a problem with eating at nighttime and I probably overeat at night, but not to the point of, you know, past being full, but I definitely eat too much. I think. So let me tell you. So after dinner, you know, dinner is about six or seven, depending on the activities that's going on at night. So dinner is about between six and seven after dinner. Um, I wait my 30 minutes. And I don't eat or drink anything in that 30 minutes. I set a timer. And um, sometime between 30 and 60 minutes after I eat, uh, I go and I make, sometimes I make ice cream. I make the protein ice cream with my Ninja Creamy, which is really delicious. And um, I might have something else, but uh, typically I have protein ice cream or the Tostitos chips or recently I've been um, snacking on graham crackers um, at nighttime like if I want something a little sweet um, and crunchy um, I stop eating my yogurt at night because I have the protein ice cream which tastes a hundred and thousand percent better whatever other healthy alternative snack I eat um, sometimes it's even uh, the sugar-free chocolate um, with some type of nuts. You know, like I said, it's, it's protein and it's, a, it's healthier. The un- most unhealthiest thing is probably the Tostitos chips and the graham crackers. But I have to have that nighttime snack. And even post, even before when I was like six months out from surgery, I would have like um, peanut butter and apple or, um, something else that I would eat that's either sweet or crunchy. And, um, I will have that. I will always have to have a nighttime snack. So when I, when I, when I watched his response with, you know, his problem, um, that weight loss surgery didn't cure, it triggered me. And I said, that did not, it did not cure it.
And I didn't even think it was a problem until I saw his video. And I, I just, I was just like, man, like, is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? You know, um, is it something that needs to be controlled? Is it okay? Or should I try and like, you know, stop it? I, I don't know. Like, I really don't. And um, I, I, like I said, I'm not eating anything too bad. I go through um, little waves with eating crackers, like uh, the cheese crackers or like not cheese. It's like literally the cheese crackers or the peanut butter crackers, like, you know, um, that stuff like the Lance crackers, but or Ritz, um, those types of crackers with the cheese or peanut butter in it. But, um, you know, I stop eating that if I feel like it's too much or, um, I stop eating the peanut butter crackers and the cheese crackers because they were high in fat. So I'm like, nah, these, these, I can't keep doing these because I know it's not going to contribute to my total weight loss. Um, so I know some people think or believe that just, you know, eat anything you want in moderation. Um, and then, you know, so that way you can still have your whatever, your snacks and things like that. But for me, I feel like that's just a um, a downward spiral because for me, like snacking is pleasurable. Like it really is like so like, it, you know, just snacking is pleasurable, pleasurable. So if I go off and start snacking on everything, like if I allow myself to have everything, I feel like that's not a good um it's not a good direction for me. So I don't eat cake and I don't eat regular ice cream. I don't eat pie. I choose not to eat those things because I feel like those things would lead to like just open doors or reopen doors that I don't want opened. I don't, I don't even eat cereal and I love cereal, but cereal is like so full of sugar. And even if I get low sugar, like it's just certain things I just have to choose not to do right now because I just feel like it would just spark something that I, that, that I don't want, you know, a fire put on and I don't want to have to put out that fire again. So I I don't know if you guys have this problem, but like you, like that's a, that's such a good question to cause you to think what didn't weight loss surgery cure for you? Weight loss surgery also didn't cure my need to like please other people. So even before myself. So, you know, when it comes to food, like if I know my kids won't eat certain things or, you know, they they like certain types of junk food. And so I buy it for them because I know it makes them happy and that makes me happy and not and they don't need it and we don't need it in the house. So but I, I still do it. I still do it. Yes, I've, I'm only 18. No, I'm only. Yes, I'm only 13 months post-op. But still, it should be they eat what I eat for the most part when we're in the house. You know, special treats can, you know, be given outside the house, you know, on, on trips or family vacation and things of that nature. But his question really caused me to think about what I need to do um, in order to just make our lives healthier when it comes to the food, like making, um, having healthier relationships when it comes to food and, um, getting more fruits and vegetables in like somehow, especially with my kids. 
and not being so wrapped up in pleasing everybody. I told my husband, we eat out and especially on the weekends, you know, um, we eat out and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but sometimes I feel like it gets out of control. I do. And, um, like, I feel like sometimes we go from the weekend. Okay. The foods, you know, if we order Friday night, we have that same food on Saturday and Saturday is gone. Then we'll order Sunday or sometimes we order Saturday night and that spills over to Sunday. And then sometimes we order Sunday night and then, and then it spills over to Monday. Okay. One day, but you're talking about ordering three days, two or three days over the weekend. Okay. And then during the week sometimes, and I just feel like, I just feel like sometimes it gets out of control. Most times my husband, he, you know, offers to buy dinner because it's a lot going on. The kids have their activities and there's just life going on. So sometimes it's impossible to cook dinner. Sometimes I don't get a chance to cook dinner. And so that's his way of helping out, which is really awesome. But for me, if he's, if he'll, if he says, you know, what's for dinner, and, you know, I know when he won't like, like the dinner, um, he'll eat it. But if I don't already make it, he will like offer to buy dinner. And that's a, like an easy way out for me sometimes. And then sometimes I just give in just because I know that's what he wants, especially if he spoke up and said something about dinner. So I'll just say, oh, OK, we can order something because I know that that's what he wants. So that's me giving in you know, to him, because I know that will make him happy, even though it is temporary. So like those are, that's like two things that uh, weight loss surgery hasn't cured for me at all. And I'm like, this, this incessive need, like I was thinking about this, like, where did this come from? This, this need to um, make everyone happy before I make myself happy, you know, or like, you know, and, and you don't make yourself happy all the time. You don't put yourself before people all the time. But like when it comes to your health, you should be like thinking about yourself nine times out of 10 yet first. But I don't. I don't. I think about, you know, my kids, my husband, this or that events, you know, everything else going on, not myself. So and I was like, I think this just comes from my childhood. Just, you know, um, growing up in a home with a lot of people. And Pete, sometimes people aren't happy. And I, this is me trying to make everybody happy or trying, trying to, um, you know, you know, um, uh, lessen the tension that's in the room sometimes, you know what I mean? Food makes people happy. So if I can make people happy with food, then that makes me happy when I see that they're happy now. And I'm just like, yo, you really need to work on this. You really need to work on this because food is not the cure. Food is not the cure to happiness. It's not. It's not. And if you think it is, you know, talking to myself, if you think it is, then that's a problem because food is, is not the happiness to cure to, to is not a cure cure for happiness. It's not. So I, I, I pose this question to you guys. What didn't weight loss surgery cure for you? And uh, think about it. Really think about it. And then like you can really dig deep and um, come up with an answer for yourself that hopefully will shed some light on um, why you do some of the things you do, why you eat this way, why you have to have certain types of food, why you haven't given up, you know, snacking or what have you. And that might help you in your journey. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you like this episode, screenshot it and tag me on whatever social media platform you're on, especially on TikTok. You can tag me your stories and let me know what you think about it. All right, have a great day. Peace.